0: the mission of the Gemara and yesterday's daf on B's, presented one of the Ktubah enactments known as the Ktubat Benin Dichrin the Ktubah of the male children which states that if a husband dies and his wife inherits him only the sons that he had from that woman will inherit the possessions written in the Ktubah in the marriage document but not all other sons that would come from the children that he had from another woman and this was born another marriage so this was born from the situation this came out of the fact that the situation that the father was worried they give a significant dowry for his daughter when she was going to get married monetarily speaking a a large sum a very expensive dowry lest his daughter pass away and when that would happen When the daughter passes away, the husband's going to inherit all of her possessions. And when he, her husband, passes away, all of his possessions will be evenly split by his own inheritors, his own yorshim, the sons of his wife and the sons of his other wives he had been married to. Therefore, what's going to end up happening is that's going to be the grandchildren are going to actually be splitting this with children born from other marriages. So this is what's what's the idea behind the takana HaKtubah, the whole Ketubah enactment, you have the Nidunya, this is the dowry, and all the monetary obligations of the husband towards his wife. These will be given solely to her sons and not split among all the inheritors of her husband. And this makes the father, the bride, confident in giving his daughter a large dowry, and it's not going to go to gr- grandchildren who aren't his own. Therefore, there is the Arusha aspect, there's the inheritance aspect of the Ketubah, but also the he of the husband, the obligation of the husband toward the toward the wife, when he passed away. Our Gemara in today's daf concludes that a wife can actually be mochel on this, on this amount, on this requirement of the husband to give to his wife. She can forgo that that money, and as a result, her sons lose out on what we've been talking about, the Ketubat Benin Dichrin. So let's understand this whole picture better with the help of the Rishonim. Come to Tosos, read, and explains, based on the concept of when one person, let's call him Ruvain. Ruvain is Mekhayev, a second person, let's call him Shimon, obligates Shimon to give money to a third person, let's call him Levi. So second person, Shimon, calls the shots, and at his will, he can actually forgo, forgive on this obligation, which would go back up to the first person, Reuven, enabling him to not have to pay a penny to the third guy, lady. Therefore, when the ketubah, when this marriage document is given to the wife, there's a built-in hitrevut, There's a built-in requirement here to give the husband's possessions to the sons. So the wife is actually the owner now of this chov, of this requirement, of this obligation. And her mechila, her forgiving of it, releases her husband from his obligation since he was the one who pushed his wife it was machay, mitchay of his wife to give the the money to their sons so the other approach to the case of the Hitravut is the is the opinion of the rashba the rashba writes in the first shuvah, first shuvah shows that the middle man in this case it was shimon he said was ruve was telling shimon to give the money to levi the so middleman is being Mikhayev, is actually obligated is not obligated in anything, according to the Rashba, but is really just carrying out the orders of the first party. Therefore, the case of the Ketubah bin Indichrin, our Mishnah, Gamara, whole sugirl that we've been learning as we head towards the end of the para goes direct to the sons. But the enabler, the enabler of this is the wife who gives it to the sons. Therefore, when she is forgiving that obligation, she's that chov, there's nothing to give them. The point of this is to show the importance of the Ketubah. The importance of, of what the Ketubah does and the institution of Ketubah and how important it is with studying this Masechta. The power given to the wife in the marriage to protect her. In other words, the ability for the wife to actually forgive, to be mochal, And she can actually, and we'll see this uh, again at the beginning of the next parak in the, in the Mishnah, emphasizes the protection of the institution of marriage in Halacha. And the relationship is real, and it has true ramifications.